Hey guys, welcome to Bikini Body. I'm your host, Allegra Paris. And I'm your co-host, Dalton Evans. Guys, I want to tell you really quickly just my background, just so you know who I am. I am a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I have a background in stretch therapy and yoga, and I'm getting my prenatal and postpartum training certification. Very excited about that. Dalton, tell the people who you are. I am Dalton Evans. I'm a digital marketing strategist. I work with all brands, lifestyle, so from design to fitness and health. Uh, yeah, all things, all things lifestyle. And he's my best friend, guys. The second we laid eyes on each other in college, it was over. We was just sad. knew. <laughs> we just knew we were meant to be, and then we've been sharing clothes ever since. Sharing fitness, sharing life, sharing, yeah. sharing everything. Sharing everything. Should we tell them like more about how we met, or just like leave it? <laughs> Maybe we'll get, into that, we'll get into that eventually. We'll get into that eventually. It's a little yeah. crazy, but anyways, we both went to the Fashion Institute of Technology, and that's where we found each other and then yeah we've just grown in our journeys together and definitely in our fitness journeys and Dalton's I love to always like answer his questions he has for me and you know he brings good topics to me as well so we figured this was a good idea to come Start together and do the chitty chat with all things fitness and nutrition um so guys each episode we're gonna again talk about fitness and nutrition but very in a very realistic way so meaning like how to drink tequila on the weekend without ruining your fitness progress or like navigating the Komodo Miami menu when you get there and how to pick things that aren't going to make you feel like regretful or like you've ruined all your progress and you're all stressed out. Like we just want to debunk a lot of that stuff. Um, what else? Also some fitness topics that have come to me like behind closed doors with my clients are like how to grow your booty or your glutes without growing your quads. Um, it's a question I get a lot, a lot. So I really want to talk about that. Um, Dalton, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think just like looking at it from both lenses, from somebody who's in fitness to somebody who works in the corporate world who started out not really knowing anything about fitness and also navigating like, how do you do it in a world where you have to be eating out, you have to be taking clients out? How do I do it? You know, we're just going out with friends. There's so many different verticals here. And I think it's, I think it's important to really talk about it and show it so in so many different lenses. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, basically I'm a trainer that's going to come to you guys and just tell you that like on the weekends I am also going out, eating, drinking, having a good time, enjoying my life in my 20s and I'm going to basically give you the blueprint of how I do it and how I think a lot of people you see on Instagram are doing it and they're not really showing you those behind the scenes, men and women, all of it. So let's get to our first topic, Dalton. Let's get into it. Macros. Macronutrients. We just love these. We love these. What are these? What are macros? People. I feel like there's so many people. I feel like it's a, it's a topic that you really have to understand in order to be able to control your body, to be able to control your, uh, your appetite when you're eating out. What are they? Yes. What's like a little, what's a little blurb about what? Okay, we're not going to bore you guys. I know it just can get a little crazy, but um, macronutrients are your three, just three categories of all the food that you eat. Protein, carbs, and fat. Three categories that fits absolutely everything. The other is micronutrients, which is your vitamins and minerals, but we're not going to focus on that today. So protein, carbs, and fat. Why is this important to understand? Every day you have a set amount of each that you take in and it equals to a amount of calories. So say that amount of calories is 1,400. You can hit that number without anything happening to you. If you go over that number, you're in a surplus, you're going to gain weight. If you go under that number, you're in a deficit, you're going to lose weight. So, so the whole, yeah. 
So it's not all just about calories. It's confusing, not necessarily. Like I don't quote unquote count calories. I look at my macros. So how many grams of carbs, protein, and fat I'm going to consume each day. So I like it because it's like mathematic equation. And I feel like I'm a little bit like, um, I don't know. My sister just tells me it's like my Virgo energy, but I'm, I need my structure to like feel good in life. And so I know that I have X amount of grams of carbs, protein, fat that I can consume before I gain weight. And I just have learned to eyeball everything that I'm eating. It's like, I'm not weighing my stuff or like on my fitness pal, like that can drive you crazy. I've been there and done that. All of it. I feel like people get like a prisoner to the scale, a prisoner oh, to the calories. Like yes. that, that can be, I think, like biggest downfall. It's especially if you don't understand. And my goal is to help people have less anxiety around this, not more. Like the idea is the more control and understanding you have of this kind of stuff, the more you'll feel so, have such a good relationship with eating and food because you're like, oh, I know exactly like what's going on here, and that's always my goal. And I feel like in high school we were not taught this information. So I remember in college, like getting there and just being like, well, what do I do? Like, I need to start eating, right? Well, what do I do? And I was reading these like articles of these like models that said they ate like soup, and, like more <laughs> soup. And I'm like, oh, so I'll eat soup. And it was all so- in, All in mom, like. <laughs> it was so devastating. Oh my goodness. So I'll definitely want to like do an entire episode on just macros, but really- the best thing is eyeballing it, meaning you're going to take all the foods that you consume pretty much on a weekly basis, so like eggs. You're going to memorize the carbs, protein, fat in that. So you're going to learn like, okay, eggs are high in protein. So you're going to memorize kind of the, the macros in each thing that you're eating, and then you're going to learn. So I'll give an example, I guess, of my own. I haven't done this in a while, but I think you want your carbs and protein to be around the same and then fat to be significantly less. But this all changes based on your goals. I feel like this is so much to try to like say so quick, but mine, what are mine? Maybe I'm at like 150 grams of carbs. One, hmm, maybe it's like 140. But what that means is I'm taking in X amount of carbs that adds up to 140 grams worth that day. And then my protein and my fat. And then you're just gonna add it all. <laughs> but I'm eyeballing it. Yeah. This is just a lot. I don't know. Maybe we see this for another time, but at least we're giving you guys a little preview of like why I think macros are the best to focus on because it's like creating yourself a little blueprint of like, like what you can eat, what you can eat. If you go over this is you're gonna, when you're going to start to gain weight and it all will add up to the amount of calories. And there's a bunch of macro calculators on the internet that you can use to figure out what your specific macros are. So yeah, basically they would look like maybe it's 140 grams carbs, 140 grams protein and 40 grams fat and then you're gonna plug and play and I like this it's also known as flexible eating because if I want a donut I'm just gonna shove that in my carb macro so if the donut is like 60 grams of carbs subtract that and boom I inserted it into my um like my allowed puzzle. allotted allotted a lot of balance yeah so people will be like well I had a donut today I'm gonna gain weight I'm like well no what else did you eat like you have a set amount that your body expends without you doing anything like even before working out. So you're going to find out all that information. Um, I know it kind of sounds like crazy and a lot. Honestly, you guys could just DM me and give me your information. I could probably help figure out your macros for you just right on DM. But um, there are macro calculators online. But basically, this is just the best, in my opinion, way to look at diet, like eating in general. And you're something you're going to use the rest of your life. Um, you're always going to be like looking at your food this way because it's just the mathematical like 
backing behind eating. It's yeah. not it's not up for debate, which I love. It's not like some fad diet. It's literally like the backbone of how you eat, you know? Did yeah. that make sense or was I crazy? No, I mean, and then it's not like diet culture where it's like you can still have the foods that you want to have instead of having to ultimately put yourself in such a, such a, a hard diet and then not being able to eat anything and be yeah. mad at yourself when you do. And I feel like that's where a lot of people get so upset and so crazed is what you can and you can't have. And it's right. really not about that. It's about choices at the end of the day choices and like there could be a day that you just want to have like a big bowl of froyo but you're gonna make space for that in your set amount of grams of each that you think you can have and it's gonna take a little time with memorizing so you know knowing that like a bagel has what 40 to 50 grams of carbs yeah knowing that your four eggs has x amount of protein like we're smart human beings we all went through school like you really can memorize these things very fast. And then you just eyeball it throughout the day and you have so much control over like everything that you're taking in. And it's, there's so much power and knowledge and power and control like in that regard. Cause I've gotten questions, which we'll get down, we'll get to eventually today, but where like, yes, I, I have like my fitness body from being a trainer and then people will be like, wow, you really don't hold back. Like when we eat out, like, I had a friend tell me that. <laughs> I mean, I was hungry. No, I was like, no, because I completely let myself enjoy a night out because of how I build out my breakfast and lunch based on my macronutrients. Pre-planning. So it's like if grams. you want to have, like, a smaller breakfast, smaller lunch because you know you're going to go out, it's really just about, you know, planning out your day, planning out your meals. Just like we plan out everything else in our life. Exactly. Why not? People, yeah, like, I feel like there's weird taboo around that, but it's like we plan everything else to so a T. Why not plan your food? Why and not, you know? And it doesn't have to be cutting the portions necessarily. I would just make my breakfast. So if I'm doing eggs on a wrap, I would go, like, maybe a smaller wrap and more eggs. So I yeah. actually just increase my protein and decrease my carbs. Like if we're going to MoTeC for some Mediterranean, we're not going to do two wraps. So we're going to do... And with MoTeC being higher in oils, right? Even if they're healthy oils, which they are there, it doesn't matter. It's higher in oils. So I'm going to cut my oils throughout the day leading up to dinner where I know I'm going to have so much fat. Again, doesn't not saying it's bad fat. I'm just saying I only get allotted like 40 grams a day. So I need to make room... Most of the time when you eat out, you're hitting that 30, 40, really quick. 50 really grams quick. of fat, which again, we're going to get into, but like, exactly. So I always try to go high protein leading up to a meal out because when I'm eating out, I'm going to go very high carb and very high fat. And you're like, well, no, I only ordered a chicken breast and, and veggies. But if it's a breaded chicken breast. Covered, and well, it's, and it's, co you know, most of the time it's covered in what? Oils. oils, saturated fats. I mean, seed oils. We love those. Yeah, whatever yeah. is going on with that. <laughs> and then you're a lot of the time, if it's fish or something, and you're at certain restaurants, they're covering it in like a sugary sauce. So that's carbs. So good though. Oh, so no, good. like exactly. Like, are you and me gonna go and like eat some like sea bass skewers at Tao like yes, in a week? We will. Yeah, yes, we will. <laughs> I'm gonna have ten, but like I'm gonna slightly prepare for that so that the next day I can get right back to the grind. Right back to my routine. And not lose your... Um, and I don't feel any type of way about it. I'm just like, nice. Those were so good. Yeah. But like now I'm ready to have like my good, you know, back to my little routine the next day. And again, not saying you should feel bad, but some people struggle with that. So we're just going to be super honest about that. Some people struggle with feeling like emotions around eating that kind of food. So I'm here to be like, look, how can you have your cake and eat it too? That's like what this podcast maybe should have been called, but like talking if your cake and eat too. Have your cake. We're rebranding already. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one, we're doing a full rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm dying. Okay, okay, okay. I digress. All right, so that was the topic one. But guys, I know we probably really did not get too deep into that because it just needs to be its own conversation. But we'll revisit. We'll revisit. What else we should talk? Dalton, alcohol. Alcohol. Okay, this is a big one. We're going to tap on this one next. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I feel like a lot of people don't realize, and I am one of them as well. Like people don't realize how many calories and how much alcohol can really affect your gains. I remember, you know, I was in the, in New York. I was eating good. I was going to the gym every day, but every single weekend I was going out with friends. I'm having sugary drinks and margaritas. And I remember coming to and being like, I feel like I'm gaining weight. And I'm like, I feel like I'm doing all the right things, but why can I not shed this little this this like yeah this fat? So why don't you tell us a little bit about like why that happens, how that happens? Right. Let me touch on like the general like bad part of alcohol, but then we're gonna talk about the realistic side of like well we're gonna do it anyway. So what are we gonna do? Yeah. So really quick, the bad side or really the parts we want to focus on is one obviously the calories. I think I think people realize that now it's like a margarita or beer, yeah. right? You're racking the up sugar, the calories. The calories. But the craziest part, and this is maybe boring to hear, but so we'll just be quick. But like it impedes your body's ability to metabolize fat properly. So all of a sudden, what's happening is you're consuming all this alcohol and like a crazy day drink. We've all been there. We love a yeah. like Saturday fun day. <laughs> and your body's like, oh, I'm gonna actually burn through all of these uh, you know, alcohol calories first. And then through, it's very kind of hard to explain, but your body's like not choosing to burn through your fat. And then, what also can happen is through the process of metabolizing alcohol, it actually creates, it can like create fat. So it's like this whole weird thing that happens basically with your metabolism where it just completely messes with it in like the worst way, like absolute worst way. But, you know, everything in moderation, like you're not chugging alcohol every day. So that's just something to be mindful of that that can kind of happen with metabolism. Um, but the second part that I was struggling so hard with this week, I need to tell you about this, Dalton, because you might have. Hold on. I'm gonna. We have an. I had an epiphany today, actually. Um, the second part is the bloating the next day. Mm. Oh my lanta! Like, <laughs> no, like I'm literally like so angry about it. I wake up and I'm like, no, we we barely we had like a light dinner, and then we drank. Why am I out so distended the next day? And I'm like, I know that you get bloated from alcohol because it's inflammatory and then it kind of inflames like your gut and you're having all this like bloating and craziness. I know that. But I figured it out. We pound dirty martinis. I love, love a dirty martini. I you love it. You got to think about the salt. You got to think about all of it. Yeah. I, I really didn't think about how salty they are. I thought a dirty martini was a better option because it's cleaner. Like it's less sugar. Oh, it's they're salty. But... <laughs> Extra dirty. But, well, and the reality is it's not like it's full of soda water. It's like full of alcohol and yes. then the the salt from everything else. And I realized we were, I was having tons of olives. I mean, like I know I sound dumb even saying this out loud, but next day I'm like, why am I huge? Like feeling so distended when I could feel like it was not, it was just from what I drank. And, yeah. um, and I was in a swimsuit, so I was definitely noticing it. And then I was like, oh, salt retains water. So when you're dehydrated, you're also retaining, like your body's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, holding all that water because you have so much salt in your system. I didn't think about that. It's, I'm thinking like you're so dehydrated because you're hungover. But salt retains water. So it's like yes. a perfect blend of sadness. Like it was just terrible. And then I kept doing it. I don't know why, but these last few days I had like a teeny and I one packet. <laughs> but like each day I was like, no, I, this is unacceptable. Like maybe I'm just getting old. And then I really like researched it a little and I'm like, okay. It's. It's uh, a teeny. 
Yeah. So I think I'm going to go lighter on my, my dirtiness of my teenies, but yeah. like, I'm not going to stop cause they're great. But they did say, as I was kind of just researching some stuff quick, like the worst combination for bloating is carbs or like sugary sugars, like simple sugars and alcohol. Which a lot of the time are in like a margarita. I mean, any of these cocktails that you're getting out, we're at sugar, like in Brickle, all of a sudden. It's literally the actual worst for you and causes the most bloating the next day because it's like the perfect storm of like just tragedy that goes on in like your gut. <laughs> and the headaches, the sugar headaches, yeah, yeah. the hangovers, anyways, it's none of it's... Anyways, <laughs> we're still going out and drinking, right? Right. So so let's get to that part. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I think, again, it's just nice to be mindful of all of it. Yes. Have that under your belt. Like, it's really not just the calories from the alcohol. Because I do believe, like, when I drink, I'm always trying to dance and move. Like, I do feel like I'm trying to get some movement in. I don't know. The, uh, the calories from alcohol, I'm not as concerned because we pick good drinks, which we'll get into. But it is, like, that weird metabolism stuff that goes on. Oh, there's a little fly. Oh, the metabolism stuff that literally like leaves you confused. Feeling not good, confused, yeah. upset. Yeah. yeah, like you're just wanting to be like careful and whatever. Um, let's talk about... How to prep. Well, How to prep. well, first tell me what drinks you're going to drink based on like how you've researched kind of which ones are higher and lower in calories. I mean, I always used to go for the margarita, but then realizing like how much sugar is in there, how, you know... It's also it would give me the, like the worst headaches. So now I've been able to. I like the taste of tequila. Like don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, tequila is a drink. That's where I'm going to. So now it's like taking that tequila. But I didn't know this from before we were in the car that today. My favorite is añejo, which is a dark. It's like the darkest tequila, which is actually the highest in in calorie. But so to take that and not put it into a margarita so my calories are now triple, mm -hmm. I like to put it, you know, either an on the rocks with mm -hmm. a good tequila or with like a splash of soda, a little bit of orange, like an orange slice, maybe some lime, something to just cut down the amount of ingredients that are going to be in the drink that I'm going to be consuming. So honestly, for me, it was like finding an alcohol that I actually liked the taste of so that I didn't have to mix mm -hmm. it with so many things. I'm putting it on the rocks. And putting it on the rocks. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I think everyone kind of gets it, but like, beer is gonna be really high in calories. Um, any kind of like fruity, crazy drink with tons of just like what syrups Simple and syrup. stuff yeah. is gonna be, you know, not great. So the tip obviously would be picking the cleanest drink. I get this question a lot. Like, well, what's the go-to drink? It's like I could say like a vodka soda, tequila soda, like. You know, sometimes what I end up telling my clients is like, they're like, listen, I've had a terrible week. I need a good drink. Like, please don't tell me I have to go to the bar and then also have a vodka soda. Like, my life is literally the worst. Like, please give me some kind of treat. So yeah. I always say, like, let your first drink be your fun drink. And th and so say your first drink is... It's margarita. A margarita. Or, like, think of a vodka one. Like, uh, they have, like, a passion fruit vodka situation. Like, I'm a sucker for passion fruit. Good. Enjoy that. And then stick to that same base to be less hungover. So if it is vodka, you're then going to just do, like, or if it is tequila, you'll do, like, a vodka soda the rest of the night or a tequila soda. Yeah. But you did get, like, that first drink, that first treat, which is going to be around 200, 300 calories anyways. And then, yeah, you kind of want to clean it up for the rest of the night if you're going, like, quantity and you're trying, yeah. <laughs> if not, you're like, trying to get promoting quantity. If you're, like. if you're trying to have a night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. If you know you're going to be going out. So mm -hmm. we've been watching our macros all day. We know we're going to be going out. We know that we're going to be having our sugary drink in the morning or sugar drink. <laughs> oh, sugary. you might be. <laughs> our we sugary drink will be our first drink. And then we're going to start to get into, you know, some uh, healthier, cleaner drinks that we can yes. have more of. 
how are we prepping? How are we before? What are we doing? What are we doing after? What's gonna What's gonna help us here for our macros? Um. Okay. So that's dependent on if you're gonna be drinking and eating. Are we just drinking later? Or are we eating and drinking? Let's say we're just drinking later. Yeah. So the best thing you can do there is have like a pretty wholesome, healthy meal at home. We sometimes will do that. We'll text and be like, "Are we trying to have like a big omelet and then yeah. go out and just have drinks, or are we trying to have like a big meal?" So exactly, try to have like a really fortifying dinner that has like potassium and just like all your micros in there. Um, that's just gonna help your body and your immunity like as you comp slowly compromise yeah. it with alcohol. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, people say like, eat your carbs before you drink just so you like have something to absorb, but we, we all know that stuff. Um, the point is that you're gonna really, really hydrate and get your electrolytes in before and after. Yeah. Like if you think about it, the afterwards is gonna be less bad if you're all prepared before. So obviously hydrating, electrolytes yep. um, and then afterwards I kind of have a lot to say about this post drinking bloating because I'm sensitive to it if I have to like do any kind of like shoots or just anything the next day pounding water just pounding it no matter what getting those electrolytes in again getting an emergency in or something to help the again. Pedialyte the classic Pedialyte I mean that's if you're just like really hurting <laughs> but like we're at, we sound like we're like alcoholics guys we really don't it's like once a week that we'll just want to have like a really great day. Yeah. But anyway, we should be allowed I digress. To, like. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but anyways. Okay. The third thing for the bloating the next day, guys, working out. Okay. I really finally proved this to myself because I was Miss Salty Pants this whole week. You need to work out because what it's going to do is help speed up the digestive process and help getting those toxins through your body faster because you're speeding up your metabolism. You're also sweating. So you're now getting these fluids that are retained out of your body. So the best thing you can do is get a nice old sweat the next day and you yep. will not be as bloated. Oh, I really should have. It's the worst. You really got to push yourself, but I've always, it makes it will make you feel so better. So much better. But that's why yeah. I was like putting it all together today after these dirty martinis. I'm like, oh, like that's it. Oh. Even what about like a sauna treatment and just like sitting yeah. in a sauna, if you could have access to a sauna, even sitting in the sun for me, like if you don't have access to a sauna, if you're not really gonna, not going to work out, you know, not everybody lives in, you know, sunny Florida, Miami, but if you can get into the sun, if you can sweat, even a hot shower, the sweating, hot bath. the sweating is good. But what I was reading too, is it's also about getting your heart rate up and your, because mm. you're going to speed your metabolism up, which will in turn speed up your digestive like processes. Yeah. And then that helps, um, just like flush that helps. So when you start with your digestive process, that's going to help, uh, get the toxins out faster. Interesting. I didn't know. I didn't realize yeah, that part I didn't either. That. I guess because when you're hungover, you're like a lazy blob yeah. at the time. So <laughs> once to work out when you're hungover? Let's all be honest here. So no your metabolism's like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 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 Yeah. So just like You'll trying thank to do. Later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually I feel so much better, but you also don't want to pass out. So make sure you are hydrated. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's like so many phases to this, but okay. The third thing I wanted to do, and I think I want to do this in every episode, is pick a like specific restaurant that's super popular. And since we are in Miami, I wanted to pick Komodo first. And I wanted to just touch on like nav menu navigation um, and then kind of go back and be a little more broad and just touch on like what most people might be doing like leading up to this or what they're picking on the menus in general to not like ruin their progress, I guess. Um, and then what else? Really how to navigate the menu. How are people doing it? Um, people you see on Instagram. And if you are trying to go out and have like a Saturday night and you, it's usually it's like if you're not doing a bar, you're going out to dinner. So you're going to have your mm -hmm. drinks at dinner. How are you going to have the drinks? How are you going to have also the food? Not feel bad, but also yeah. like want to go out after. Yeah. 
And I kind of wanted to do this because, again, I have like this case study literally of like 20 plus clients I take on virtually every week. And some of, most of them are in major cities. And so some of them for a living have to take clients out to dinner, which you're going to be doing yeah. in your workspace. And they're like, Allegra, like I literally eat out every night. What do I do? So I almost like became this trainer that specialized in like real life things because she's like, I don't have an option. I have to go out. And some of these clients, like she needed a drink with them. Like she just did. It was like rude if she didn't. Yeah. So how are you going to make that work? And so that's kind of why I got into this. But um, it's not coming from a place of like being like crazy about your diet. It's coming from a place of like, you just want to be a normal person, but you also want to keep your bot. Like you want to like, I feel like if you're, you're the person at the table and it's like you're you're picking out everything in your food, you're like picking out your drink and it sometimes can be like a little alarming to other people. Mm-hmm. Even though we shouldn't care what other people think, it but just happens. But it's the thing, like it's especially thing. for me being a trainer, if I'm like, can I have a skinny mark? Or like, can I? Can you hold the this and the that? Everyone's just so mad at me. And I'm like, I've said like, can I have a skinny mark? Sometimes. And I'm getting like looks across the table and it's like, I just want a skinny mark. <laughs> exactly. There shouldn't be. One, there should there be normalizing is. around that. But two, you also don't want to be that person if you don't have to be. Yes. If you don't have to be. Okay. So let's break it down. Restaurant food, what are we looking for? Why can't we? Well, first, let's talk about restaurants in general. This is like not just to Komodo. This is literally, especially like fun, entertainment-focused restaurants, or what would you say? Like they're focused on the vibe. Yes. They're going to have just like, the lot's going to be going on with that food. The poppy steak, the Komodo. So freaking good. Like, ugh, I'm trying to go. Like, I want to go, go tonight. Tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm already there. So I already made a reservation. But okay. So <laughs> in general restaurants are going to cover the majority of their food in oils because they make the food taste better and they make you want to eat more and they make you want to come back. Unfortunately, a lot of the time those oils are like the unhealthy ones, you know, like a canola oil, blah, 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 blah. We're not saying that that's Komodo. I don't know what's on Komodo's food. I can't, I don't have that information, but we're saying restaurants in general, that's what's going on. Also, let's talk to salt. So now you have fat, right? We talked about our macros. That's going to be your fat macro. Your fat macro is out of control. Every time you eat out, out of control. Just accept it. Know it, it's fine. Then comes the carbs, because you know you got those like sugary sauces on the majority of the fishes and like the chickens, X, Y, and Z, and that's gonna have tons of sugar in those sauces. That's why it's like, we have these other restaurants that are like plant healthy, blah, blah, blah. They're basically just saying, hey, we didn't put all like these oils on our food, come on in. It's literally the difference. It's just like, so just understanding that, that when you're going out to eat, your fat and your carbs are just gonna be through the roof, naturally through the kind of hidden stuff in the food. That is why I typically like to bring my fat down and my carbs down. And I feel like it's also hard when you go out to, de- to when you go out to dinner and when you go out to eat, you know, one of the first things they bring out is bread. Like what are you having when you first sit down to the table? You're having <laughs> bread. So already you're shot. <laughs> so, you know, here's a wine and some here's bread. A wine and you bread. go to Carbone, here's a stick of butter. Oh no, a pasta. Yeah. <laughs> the butter's just on. <laughs> But again, we're not like bashing these things, and that is the important part. Like, I like will go to Carbone tomorrow. I just went to Carbone. Yes, you were just there, but we are preparing ahead of time because that is what you do with every other category in your life. You prepare. So, I'm gonna like we'll talk about the preparation really fast before Komodo night for me. Okay, I wake up. I'm gonna have like five egg whites, five, one yolk. Not gonna do two yolks or three yolks because that's the fatty part of the egg. Gonna cut those yolks down. One yolk but a lot of protein, because I'm, I'm not trying to just cut food. I'm not just cutting my food, no. So a lot of eggs, low carb wrap. So I'm really, that's just a lot of protein and a tiny bit of carbs. Then comes lunch, maybe it's like a chicken breast and some veggies with like pretty much no oil on them. Um, 
what I, I would normally have carbs at lunch, but if I know I'm gonna go to an Italian restaurant, that's gonna have a little bit of like, what do we say? Like, oh, like breaded chicken. I'm not like a big pasta person, but if I was, so then I'd be cutting my carbs, carbs throughout. Carbs throughout the day. And then, so so look, I just had a bunch of protein all day. I had a little bit of carbs, tiny bit of fat. Boom, I am ready to go for dinner. I'm ready to have a lot of fat, because I don't really have any. And I'm ready to have a good amount of carbs, because I didn't really have any. And it's not, and again, if you like are running a marathon that day though, you can't do that. We're saying like, if we're just sitting at our, an office job, or if I'm just sitting in the apartment. Working from home. It's all, again, in relation to your own lifestyle. But what we're trying to say is that we're planning breakfast and lunch so that we can go into dinner. And not just, have anxiety. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, or just like knowing you like can enjoy it and you won't wake up feeling like bloated and I overdid it. Yeah. And, and again, we're not trying to come from like an unhealthy place. We're coming from a place of having your cake and eating it too. Yeah. I want to eat at, I want to eat some cake at Komodo and I want to <laughs> have a six pack the next day. I mean, listen, you're not because you're going to be like puffy. Okay, so that's kind of the prep leading up. Again, I think we could do an entire episode just on that. But what we're trying to say is you're, as long as you prepare around the actual activity of going out, you can have it all. Like, that's it. Um, I think we had two other points on that, like what you're picking on the menu. Menu choices. What are we What are we looking at when we're going? Let's say we're at a table and you need, you need to start picking out your meals. Like, what are you looking for? Am I going for the crispy rice or am I going for the sashimi? Like, right. the Gary. Okay, so I always say go protein first. Protein, protein, protein. So the chicken, the, the fish, the blah, 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 blah. And I always try to do, like, protein and, like, veggies because if I'm wearing, like, a tight-fitting outfit, which in Miami, like, I am. I'm just in a tight <laughs> outfit. And I don't want to really feel bloated, like, throughout the night. I probably won't go, like, pasta. I'm going to go protein. But if you're going to go really nitpicky on like a Komodo menu, right, they have a, a sashimi section, a nigiri section, maki. I am going to try to eat all that. Sashimi is just fish. Um, nigiri has like a little bit of rice, but it's not substantial. And then these kinds of things are going to have more of like a, 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 like a vinegar base mm. than, than an oil base. So you're just having like the purest options. I love a sushi roll. Maki just has the seaweed on it. Like I, I'm going to go that route. Then they had a bunch of like, you know, steak chicken like they had like the mains those are fine just prepare like there's gonna be a sauce all over it yeah. so that's gonna be higher in carbs um and then i do i have like some rules of thumb for myself i really won't eat anything fried because there's gonna be so many options i'm just not gonna go for like the fried crispy rice but if that's something that you love and you need to like love your life a lot it move things around move things around and put Crap. that in and pull something out honestly i don't really eat sides at restaurants they like are always soaked in oil yeah. you want a brussels sprout or you want oil with like a side of brussels sprout <laughs> i don't know so like those kinds of things i'm just like nah i'm good so focusing on protein what else would you say focusing just, on protein uh i mean that's always been my biggest thing protein and vegetables like again like maybe not the brussels but like again uh, yeah. if you want to have them and move your fats around and then it's sometimes possible. at those dinner at those places, yeah, the veggies. Some, sometimes veggies can bloat me. So if I am eating out, or the salad, you get the yeah. balsamic, you get the salad, you get a side salad. But like, I guess we also did just talk about how we prepped all day. So like, you could also just have like your pasta and enjoy your night because we did kind of yeah. a lot for that. But sometimes I like to just try to like still be good because I am telling you, like these meals just have so much so, stuff on them. Yeah. So you're just like kind of. I, I always joke that I'm like taking the L every yeah. time I'm eating <laughs> out, but that's okay. That's okay. We're not saying it's bad. We're just like stating the facts. We kind of just wanted to like say like, yeah, like if you're ever wondering, like you see people on Instagram, they look so perfect, but they eat at these places. It's like typically they're either doing like the preparation leading up 
or they're doing what we said while they're at dinner, like navigating the menu in the right way for them. Planning. All planning. about planning. It's all about planning. And just the more the more you know, the more in control you feel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is what we kind of will be talking about in future episodes, but just like different categories. And I really, really, really want everyone to DM me with topics that you want to hear about. Um, How to navigate the food world? How to navigate the fitness world? We're op- yeah, oh my gosh! In any sort of lifestyle. We did not even get to like fitness. I, that's a, I'm pretty much with it's a topic all for of, another time. With <laughs> almost all of my clients are like, I want to build my booty, but I don't want to like grow my legs. Like, what do we do? So that'll definitely be our next episode. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So next topics coming up, guys. DM us. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you, guys. Subscribe to the Bikini Body Podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And feel free to reach out to us on our social at at Allegra Paris, at Allegra Paris Bikini Body, or at Dalton T. Evans.